Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Here it comes. There it goes. Uh, is it my headphone? Oh, there I am. I couldn't hear myself there for a minute. Um, that's it the was glorious. leftover extra piece that uh, <laughs> I haven't decided what to do with because if I know I, th- I know if I throw it away, I suddenly need it. Of course you do. Because that's the way it goes. This in the thing. Past. He's talking about this thing here. This the, thing. The flute? Yeah. This, Jeff, the thing that Jeff got a new flute. The, the thing that none flute? of our podcast listeners know what we're talking about. No. It's a flute. Well, we're not in the flute. You know, we're we're not, not even a flute. boat still. This is the stuff that we just close. fade into. <laughs> That's what you think. Boy. <laughs> yeah, Director Andy. <laughs> is, that a, is that his cover, his Duran Duran cover band? Yes. Director Andy? Kinda so you got a new similar. skin flute. I had to think about it a second. <laughs> no, you, you got not. a new flute, though, seriously? You, know, you, would yeah. go with no. that. you would go with that. You did or you didn't? Jeff is expanding no. in the arts. You, yeah. didn't, you did or didn't get a flute? <laughs> I did not get a flute. So what is that from? A flute. What does it look like it's from, I don't Andy? know. It's a flute. Take, take a hard look at it. See what you see. You see one of take these Take a every... good hard look at his motherfucking flute. Yeah. You see one of these every single day. Every time you I use do? a sink. Oh. I don't, <laughs> I don't go under the sink in that part. Jeff is a no. flautist. It, this part is hidden <laughs> underneath the... Cabinets. Only He's half of that flutist? is hidden under the sink. The other half is <laughs> plain as day. <laughs> what, why is it flautish? Who knows? English, English is fucked up. Yeah, penis. It's true. Well, penis. Uh, I know, penis, right? Like, like somebody said, English doesn't borrow other words from languages. It chases them down the dark alleys and rifles their pockets for loose adjectives. <laughs> no, why don't... Flautist is a noun. Yes. Not an adjective. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 485. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Pack Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk Week in Geek. It's Avengers Endgame Week. Woohoo! Yes, it is. It's a big friggin' nerd week. Yes, it is. Woo-hoo. Plus, the Battle of Winterfell happened, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. blank, 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 and blank, blank, blank. When you blank, blank, the blank. Blank me, that was blank and blank. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, Go- and Gotham, too. Gotham ended. Nobody cares. But Gotham <laughs> yeah. ended. We need a right. little more space so you could insert didn't, some didn't crickets. Didn't it end with like the beginning? With like I don't know. I didn't watch it. Batman I haven't watched it in years. <laughs> I I saw something online. It's like, it like, oh my God, if Gotham could start here and move forward, this would be an amazing show. Wow. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah I don't As know, with most shows in that, that regard, it always takes that time to find the footing. Yeah. yeah. I always go back to Buffy season one. That is a shit yeah. season. It is a little, uh, little rough that first season. But it shows yeah. a lot of promise, which is why I kept watching it. Gotham? No, Buffy. No, no. Babylon oh. Five, same way. Yeah, Babylon Five. Then they got that TNT money the second season, or was I it thought TNT? it was third season that was when they finally got the TNT. I don't know, money. but they got paid. And then yeah, because like the first two seasons were on the uh, uh, that Warner Brothers. Uh, and they were like, "Here, take twenty bucks, make your show." It was before the WB came out, but it oh, was so like CW. That, it was like this. It, it was a. Uh, it was open. It was PTN. I think it was called the Primetime Network, which was like a Warner Brothers thing where they syndicated like packages of shows to networks as opposed to just syndicating individual shows. Because that and time tracks, I remember they came out around the 
Time tracks? Wow. Time time tracks. Tra- he dropped some wow. time tracks on I'm you. just saying those two shows came out around the same time. Prime Time Entertainment Network, wasn't it? Does it count as name dropping because it's something nobody remembers? <laughs> It time just goes tracks. to show. Tell me about time serious, tell me Mr. About time King tracks. of Obscurity. Yes, yes I know. <laughs> Mr. Uh, here's like, something I'm sure it? you've never heard of. Mr. This Kettle, why nice it's important to meet you, to me. Mr. Pot. This is yeah. why it's important to get this information. So sorry, what was time tracks? You don't remember time tracks? I, nobody remembers time tracks. Nobody literally. remembers Freaky Serial either, but that doesn't stop you. <laughs> I remember Freaky Serial. What's really worse is I had a follow-up to the whole first season gag, and oh. it's been ruined because people are talking about time tracks. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> time tracks ruined everything. You know what? I used to have I, a T-shirt I, I, for Time Tracks. That's how far back. That and that's wow. why I'm going to ask Jeff, what was Time Tracks about? <laughs> so, Time Tracks was oh, about God. a cop from the future that goes. Oh, it was Time Cop. It, no, see, there are well, <laughs> sort of criminals. Yeah, you know, they have some similarities. Criminals. Yeah, the difference is the criminals are escaping to the past. To escape law enforcement, so they're trying to—they're trying to figure out why all these criminals keep disappearing, how they're disappearing without a trace, and then they discover that there's a time machine that this scientist developed, and he's making money off of sending these criminals to the past. So also, it's kind of like they send him in Terry Brooks Kingdom for Sale. I I remember this now that you've described it. Yeah, I I do remember that being a show. The main character's name was Darian Lambert. They sent him back in time to find these criminals and send them back. But what they get into, like, at the end of the first episode is that it's um, parallel dimensions theory. It's not, you're not actually traveling to the past of their timeline. So any alterations that they make don't affect their timeline. So all they're really doing is sending them back to their own dimension. Hmm. It's a, it's a, it was Important an interesting plot point premise. Here. Um, it was an interesting they premise. They have a time machine. They go mm-hmm. back. How do they go back to the future? Uh, he has a device, a device. called a pellet oh, protection okay. tube that he has this... Yeah, 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 a little device, wrist, wrist device. No, it okay. looks like a little key alarm. He shoots oh. them with this this little yeah. pellets, Pew. and the pellets send them to back to their... It's it's something weird, like there's some kind of a chemical that allows them to, to travel through the dimensional, and then Ooh, chemical. the computer he has with him generates a tone that causes vibration in this chemical, chemical like, and sends them back. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, like my my. I can't imagine what didn't last. I have I have a I have a recall mechanism. It's I'm a dick. Pardon? So, what? Yeah. yeah. It's I go back to the future to talk to future you guys. Well, Todd and Matt, but um, I go back to the future and I, I just do it by touching my dick. See, I'll show you. No, don't show me. Don't show me. I'm good. I'm good. Wait, wait, wait. Give it a minute. No. no <laughs> oh just, just, just another minute. I don't, Hold on. He is touching his... Hold on. The premise right. was sad. I'm almost like the there. The first season was pretty good, but... I'm almost there. Second is. season kind of fell leaving. shit. I can't wait. Leaving. Leaving. Should have oh. left. Oh, well. That is one climax. <laughs> you go into the future. No, no, I'm pretty sure that was an anti-climax. <laughs> Actually, the best part of that yes. whole gag was the... Well, Todd and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that was improv. Of yeah. course, it's the it's the part of the gag you improvise at the moment. That's the zinger. Uh-huh. So, what year did Time Tracks come out? Oh God, what year did that come out? Oh, I don't. I'm just an like estimate. 2050, 2075. I want to say it was like ninety one. Oh, so it's Time Tracks with an X. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, I had that visualized in uh, it's 90s, it's in late '80s uh, neon. I just remember Mia Sarah was in it, and I had like the oh, biggest crush on Mia Sarah for yeah. like the longest time. Yeah. How does she look like now? Was was time you know, was wow. time nice to her? Welcome to sexism, shock folks. She hasn't been in anything in a long time. I think she retired completely from acting. Yeah, actually, if I, remember I, I think so. I think that did happen. I mean, you know, Ferris Bueller's legend. Why bother after that? Yeah, right. fuck you, it. Yeah, it's only downhill from there. Yeah, Dude. started from there. Time tracks. <laughs> there you go. Wow, Todd, you kind of you solved it right there. Wow, January twentieth, nineteen ninety three, December third, nineteen ninety four. Yep, I was just about to tell yep. him that, but you. That's around the time of Time Cop, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, like I mean, this. Quantum Leap's probably still my favorite time travel series, like TV series, but uh, it's hard to beat. Tracks was fun. Uh, season two, it just really fell apart, so it was just kind of. Yeah, you know. I'm a time they lost the focus. man. Time tunnel. Uh, you know. Tell me about time tunnel. Voyagers. Oh, okay. um, yeah, there you go. Now, Voyagers. The lounge, the lounge singer from DS9. He, Vic uh, Fontaine. Yeah, he is right. uh, with uh, uh, some other guy, and they walk into this, way. this moving spiral. And it goes and, tunnel, 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 and, tunnel, and tunnel, tunnel. Just before they hit it, they go into the past. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's definitely in the Land of the Giants oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. era. Um, so it's a takeoff of the... Erwin Allen? Erwin Allen, yeah, yeah. Allen, yes. So it's so. a takeoff Dr. Evil's time machine from uh, Austin Powers series. That's what they were using. <laughs> they went to the future <laughs> and ripped off Austin Powers yes. for time ta- mm. tunnel that's, in the That's 60s. what I thought. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Right. Well, you're doing a time travel show. You <laughs> right. steal from the future. Right. That's right. Jesus. Well, well, <laughs> you got to go back to the future. That. Listen to him. Yeah, that's right. You gotta right. get back in time. He's right, folks. <laughs> yes, we've already talked about this God in damn. the future. We're funny. <laughs> some might say bringing the funny, <laughs> and by some I mean Andy. <laughs> I haven't made that claim this episode yet. You guys have yeah. jumped all over the funny in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> the worm has turned, man. We, we are on the funny train, and Andy is chasing us, trying and to Andy's grab onto the caboose. The caboose. I, I've already used that the broke time machine off. to hop ahead of you guys. Yeah, actually, Todd, it's a good thing you weren't at dinner. Yeah, because we had several save it for the show moments. Right, right. Oh wow, we've come up with a web series, yeah. uh, Andy's Antics, yeah. where every week it's just a new Rube Goldberg of spills and knockovers that creates a calamity. <laughs> and Matt totally storyboarded a whole oh. nuclear <laughs> holocaust scenario. Yep. yep. <laughs> Where you know you have the two keys that you turn at the same time. So Andy, and- Andy's one half of a missile silo team in uh, Montana. Okay, and somehow, even though they're designed, you know, so one person can't do it, but Andy finds a way. <laughs> I believe there's a mop involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoe. Was it a shoe. Is it Bozeman, Montana? Mm-hmm. Ah, someplace in Montana. <laughs> we'll say Bozeman. Okay. <laughs> Why, why was that important oh, to you? Why, why, why do you feed the trolls, God? <laughs> I, I don't know, Kirsten. Why did I specify Bozeman, Montana? Uh, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to let the others take this one. I don't know. It's too, big a, it's too big a population center <laughs> I don't know, for Is that where silo. the missiles are? That's so anyways, where, both keys get turned through, through <laughs> spillage and, you know, mop 
uh, knocking over. Andy trying to get the mop with his foot, but he kicks it off and it hits the key. His turns shoe it. comes off, turns the key while he's pulling himself up on the other key. The other key turns it, but boop, at this boop, point, boop. the missile silo uh, blast closed. doors is closed. It's closed. Oh. So closed. it won't launch. Every, yeah. You know, we're... We're, we're the audience like, oh, it won't launch. Yeah. The, the thing is uh, closed. And Andy's and like, Andy goes, ah, and, and he then he puts his elbow on his the elbow. control pad. It happens to be the button to the missile silo. And then you, uh, then you hear the, wah, 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 and the, 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 the door opens. Open. The door opens. You know, there's at this point, there's um, like nitrogen shooting from the missile. <laughs> you know, sparks as it starts. You know, and, <laughs> and then some guy over in Russia <laughs> is, happens to be taking a drink of coffee. And you know they're monsters. Andrew Talisky. <laughs> and Vladimir uh, Vladimir Talisky. And, and he's taking he's taking the he's you know in the little little tiny Russian coffee cups and you know with yeah. the thing you use with the fingers. And, and all of a sudden the klaxon goes off and he goes whip and sprays it all over his control panel. His control to panel. His <laughs> missile silo. <laughs> and therefore it causes a chain reaction where its missile silo launches and there we go. And then That's you end on a mushroom cloud. Yeah. The whole thing started because Jeff tried to waterboard me on Diet Coke. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the waterboarding. I was going to say, Kirsten's waterboarding scenario, <laughs> yeah. he, had, like, he had all, it was a trial scenario. Yeah, I'll take to, it from there, Kirsten. Cut to the international courts, and there's Andy in the witness chair, and there's this nation that is in the defense chair, and they're just like, no, we did not waterboard Andrew Taylor. And it's like, did you not pour? No, did you not lean him back on a board? No, the chair we were interrogating him in broke. Did you not put a cloth over his face? No, his shirt flew up over his face. And he was holding water. He was so dehydrated. We gave him a drink. And then he's like, oh, oh, oh. And it's all over the face with the cloth. And he's... (laughs) And then the the prosecution turns to the geek shock witnesses and looks at us and goes, do you find this plausible? And we're all like, for a regular human or for Andy? Yeah. Yeah, It it, it can happen. So I was reaching up to drinking my soda and 80s reached past me to grab the check and his elbow nudged mine up. And (laughs) And the weird thing is I didn't even feel my my elbow touch him. With your leathery deadened elbows. Yes. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. He of got waterboarded by Diet Coconut. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> of the two of us, who has the leathery deadened elbows? The one who didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And you're truly the, the child of Buster Keaton and Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was saying it was a big geek week this week. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And uh, so... Normally, we do a little non-spoiler talk for Avengers Endgame. Fucking doing spoilers. What? What movie? Avengers Endgame. When that come out? <laughs> Not till next weekend. Don't no, worry, okay. you're okay. You'll feel, be fine. Feel free You'll be to fine. throw your Powerade at him there. Oh, that's why it's called a Powerade. It's gonna <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the right color. No, wait, Power Stone's purple. Never mind. <laughs> oh, wow. this is a... Spoiler. What is that? It's orange. orange. What's orange? Soul. It's... The Soul Stone? Is that orange? Yes. One of them's orange. Yes. Yeah, I know. Time Stone is... No, Time, time Stone is yellow. yellow. Yellow? Yes. Time Stone's yellow? Yes. No, no, no. no time Stone's green. green. In the movie, it's green. They change the colors around. Spoilers! <laughs> for those, I think for those so who are sorry, the, I think the Soul Stone is orange. It for is those orange. who are four movies yes. behind. We, have all, we have all seen this movie. 
for a change. And we are going to have a light discussion right now. No, uh, non-spoiler. Okay. But at the end of the show, we are actually going to have spoiler discussion this week. This week, yes. The the gentleman has con- have convinced me that why wait a week? We'll there do you it today. Go. So, of course, if you haven't seen it, we will give you ample warning before we start talking spoilers about it. Lindor's is mine. It's mine. Lindor's is mine. Get back in your couch. As they fight over the candy. (laughs) So, gentlemen, non-spoiler, your impressions of Avengers Endgame. It was wonderful. Eh. It's really, really, really good and really depressing at the same time. And and very life-affirming also, too, on top of it. I mean, I walked out of the theater going... I really like that, but man, I'm really depressed. <laughs> Many things happened I didn't expect to happen, and I yeah. liked all of them. I was like, "Oh, oh, that's gonna, oh, wow, yep." Not like I that. That felt works. it was. I, I've seen some criticism of the first half, but I felt it was an extraordinarily well-paced movie. Yes, I, I really, I, I really liked it. I didn't feel the three hours at all. Yeah, the the first hour I felt was a little slow because there was a lot of exposition going on. It's fifty-seven but, characters. Yeah, that, that's. But see, it didn't bother me because it felt like right after you hit that one-hour mark, everything flew by. I guess I'm not bothered by too much exposition. I'm not either. I enjoyed see, myself. I, I love exposition. I don't mind th- that first hour taking time to set up everything that was going to happen. And they did. Yeah. They did. They truly, literally laid out the roadmap. DC needs to watch this. Mm. It's like a roadmap for their own. <laughs> I think yes. uh, Professor Big said something similar on, uh, on uh, the water re- They have a lot of rebuilding to do to get to that point. I mean, it really does take you on an emotional roller coaster because you're like, you're like, yeah. yay, I'm happy. Oh, I'm sad. Oh, that was funny. Yay, I'm happy again. Oh, no, ow, I'm sad. I will say the first big shot for, shock for me came five minutes in. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. 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 I watched the movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 we'll I, I, later I, on. We'll I will tell you the three we'll words later on. Five yeah. minutes in that you had to go to bathroom. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's where I was. And I, I didn't have to get up and use the restroom yeah, during I, I, the three I, hours. I, I, I yeah. didn't buy didn't buy my giant soda and just. I did, through. and I made it all the way through. I, I did. swear that set that like as, like I said that second two hours flew by. So I, I looked down and I'm like, oh, a puddle. Oh no, I, I <laughs> <laughs> should have worn the pants. I looked down at my soda. I'm like, I still have soda left. Yeah. I better start drinking. No, and then, it. It sucks to be this it was so, cinema working guy. I mean, for the for the bathroom thing, it was yeah. funny because I went in the morning, mm-hmm. so I got out of bed and I just consciously made the decision. Double to the kitchen. I didn't drink anything. I didn't have anything at all until I got to the theater, and uh, as a result, I didn't even feel it. Yeah. So, but the three hours, yeah, man, that, that it was so smooth. I, I was sitting as waiting for the movie to start. I texted Kirsten and said, "All right." I know there really isn't one, but where is a bathroom break? And he texted me back a couple good possibilities, uh, which would have been fine if I missed, but I didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, they're they're well, yeah. good on your bladder, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. How was the parking? <laughs> <laughs> it was ample. It was ample. Now, in case you're not already aware, I will say this: it's not really a spoiler to say so. There is no post-credit sequence, right? So you do if you don't want to sit through the credits. There is nothing to wait for. There afterwards. is a sound though, but you sh- yeah. you should sit through because yeah. every one of those names needs to be recognized. And the the music during the credits was actually quite different than what they'd done in the past. I mm-hmm. thought that was really enjoyable listening to that music. Yeah, so make sure you pick out four or five names, shout them out loud, <laughs> recognize them. There you go, recognize, recognize. Give them a shaka. 
Give him the shocker. Uh, anything else you want to say before we continue with the show? Uh, or, or, or go see say, it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's non spoilers. After you see it, go to YouTube and watch the pitch meeting. Um, it's it's pretty funny, and they actually do uh, they actually do a great riff on what we can talk about in the spoiler part okay. of it. But cool. yeah, after after. So aside from seeing Endgame, gentlemen, what did you do geeky this week? Well, I decided after eight seasons, I really should get through and watch all of it before the thing ends on its eighth season. So I watch a few more episodes of My Little Pony. I'm catching up. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Yeah. Wow, Bring you and funny. Jeff, you and Jeff sat there on. tantalized. <laughs> that was like I, I, th- I, I thought I, he was going to talk Game of Thrones. I am, <laughs> I, I am going to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> we just actually discussed that dinner. It's like how can I what, what, what how can I watch Game of Thrones and we're trying to figure that I out. I told a story, right? Yeah. Andy's introduction to Game of Thrones. I was downstairs watching uh, watching an episode of Game of Thrones. It was right when Ramsey is working his magic on Theon. And basically Theon's like, ah, 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 and Andy just kind of walks in the TV room and is like, oh, and then he kind of runs out. So that, <laughs> I guess it, nope, not my show. <laughs> contributed to Andy like, I'm yeah. not the. That, that, in fact, I read the first hundred pages of it. And I'm like, well, this is dull as dishwater, and I don't know who any of these people are. I don't care about them. And then everyone keeps telling me, oh, after 100 pages, that's when it gets good. And it's like, fuck you. You don't get 100 it pages It didn't of pass crap. the Todd test. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm on 50 pages of uh, Eye of the World, Robert Jordan's. How you doing? Opus. How you doing? It's drawn me in. All right. It's already drawn me in. Okay. Cool. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I, I actively look forward to returning to this novel. Well, hey, well done, John. Yeah. Nice. Thomas. So we'll see. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, Jake Godbold will be glad to know that I finally did watch the new Halloween mm. movie this Ooh, week. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it gives my seal of approval. Thumbs up. Really? Best film since the first one, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Hey, yo. And wow. it makes a, since it kicks out the rest of the canon, is, an, is the official sequel to that first one. Mm. Yeah. So, so Michael being sarcastic. So not Michael at all. Rolling out of a nursing home, getting that itch to kill again. <laughs> it's a brilliant little film. Either that or they're just not wiping him enough after he oh, poops, okay. one or the other. John Carpenter did the music for this one, too, Cool with his son. So that was fun to, to see that. Yeah. But the, the, the story works. The uh, the kills are fantastic, and it is a return to form to Michael Myers. Mm. I, I am not a huge fan of the Halloween mythos across the board. So taking the whole Laurie Strode is his sister and that's why he's going after her after all these years. It's a family affair. I'm glad that's gone. Okay. I don't think it worked for the series and as it went on, it got even weirder. Is she not in it? She's definitely in it. It's, it's Laurie Strode all grown up with a family. Okay. I'm just trying to think and, how they and, got rid of it. They and didn't they, talk about Brother Michael. They just... Michael, My, it, 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 so. it didn't establish Michael Myers as her brother until the second movie. So once you kick out that second movie, that doesn't exist. Okay. That that's the big reveal of Halloween two. Oh, so it is. It's a Kelvin Universe version, and that's and then in Halloween three they went to a mask story. Yeah, that was that was. I was very disappointed when I watched Halloween three because I was just like, this where Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and with most of America at yeah. that time, yeah, I, I like three, three, but being topless in trading spaces, I think. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That one. Oh yeah. <laughs> you are you a prostitute? <laughs> yeah. Um so so that's is it Jamie it, Laurie Strode's Jamie Lee Curtis's character, right? Correct. Is is it Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. Is she eating lots and, of activity? And she is. <laughs> she has. A, she has a strap to her utility belt. Yeah. The uh, the no the 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 first scene actually, uh, Mike Myers kills the Activa lawyer. Mm. I don't want to spoil anything, but Michael Myers is killed by probiotics. So there wow. you go. Well, he's he's a metaphor for gut bacteria. <laughs> both, you're both right. <laughs> No, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I'm, I'm cool. very happy with how that turned out. Jamie Lee Curtis was an executive producer. She, uh, In the interview, she said she was on board as of page four. Wow. Nice. Very and cool. Her Car- character and show up on page four? Carp- right. <laughs> and Carpenter was, Car- Carpenter was won over entirely. He executive produced this, too. I think is the first cool. one he's done since very the original. Cool. Wow. Rob Zombie was like, wow. No. <laughs> no. He, was, he was amazing in the movie. Played a... <laughs> You played a wall. Mm. Got a bunch of water. Halloween H two O or what? <laughs> no, no. No. Oh, wow. Mm. You, oh. You're throwing it back. Oh. It's Halloween, but on a cruise ship. Right. <laughs> Halloween. They, they, went, they, they went the speed route. And how about go. how about we add Adam Sandler in there? He can be the water boy. <laughs> oh, wow. High quality H two O, and he gets killed. And Kevin Costner. Jason has to kill and the qual- fifty five people, or the ship will not stop. <laughs> <laughs> that that was Jason makes takes Manhattan. So yeah, that was yeah. that one. Man. Wow. But uh, I forgot have, what have the point you was. Uh, the point, and I can't remember. There was a point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so easily distracted. I'm sorry, distracted. Todd. That's my fault. No, I interrupted I'm, you. No, I'm easily distracted. I, I did an Andy. So I spent the uh, the weekend on the set of uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. You spent the e- the weekend. weekend on the set. Yeah. Of Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. One what was the opening scene? Pieces. Talk to me. I went, I went out with the Clampers, and we went out to Good Springs, and we put up a plaque. And uh, yeah, I uh, and then I went back when I got back from. Okay, the, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta <laughs> okay. Rewind this story. Start <laughs> okay. again. All right. I went out with the Clampers, okay. the Mystic Order of E. Clampus Vitus, or the Esoteric Order of E. Clampus Vitus. These are the historians that go out and put plaques on things. We're drunks of the history problem. Yes. Um, yeah, so we put up we put up a plaque uh, 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 honoring the Fail family, who actually were the start as a Fail army. No, they were the people that actually built the Pioneer. Damn, somewhere. you cut me off. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the people that built the, the. They were very important in the early history of Good Springs, so we put up a plaque talking about them. Great. Yeah, and then uh, I was just, just walking around. Up plaques everywhere. Huh? Whenever we can, uh, well, two or three times a year. Um, but yeah, I was like, I spent a lot of time in a Pioneer Saloon. I'm, you know, we brought the uh, the owner of the Pioneer Saloon in as a clamper. So you know, now I've got a clamper brother I can buy beer from. That's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, then I went home and tried to play the game again and still sucked at it. So I, I couldn't. That's get, what I that was doing sitting out there. Yeah, I couldn't get out of. I mean, I played for maybe half hour, forty minutes, and I'm walking around the town at night, and some guy starts shooting at me, and then. And then I died, and then I, you know, the game started up, and the guys there shooting me again, and it's like I got in his endos feedback. See, loop. it's not just Warcraft. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about you when that happened. I was like, yeah. oh, there's but a stable master are, in fucking New Vegas. You both are bad at games, so that's. Yeah. <laughs> to be wow. fair, in Fallout, there are wow. some autosave spots that will send you into that kind of loop. Yeah, when you're not expecting it. 
Yeah, there's no way out of it. I'd have to basically restart. Well, because it respawns you right in the same place, and if the same villain or you and, know and opponent just, is just, there, just hand me the controller. I get you past it. No, right. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it back to you once I defeated the starting guy. I'd killed a couple bugs and uh, coyotes and stuff at that point, but yeah. But what'd you do in the game? <laughs> oh. <laughs> But oh yeah, one of the things I was supposed to do. <laughs> the, the the real life screwed up, the real life screwed up my gameplay because I was supposed to go to the school and to the cemetery to pick stuff up, and I went to the cemetery and it wasn't where it was supposed to be. I don't know how to find anything in the game. I can't. There, there's no little handy chart about where is the cemetery. So I went to where the cemetery is in the real world, and there's nothing there. See, your real world experience is yeah. fucking up your game. It was. <laughs> Andy's there, knowledge okay, listen, of Vegas listen, listen, has listen. betrayed him. There is a map button. Okay? Is there? Yes. I, I found the, I found the map, map button. button. I found okay. the map button, but it didn't have things listed well, on where. Oh Even God. Jeff is like face palming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I didn't have the map. I it'll fa- be there. I did find the map button. It didn't list where the cemetery was. It's because you haven't explored. Because I haven't seen it yet. So you have I have to explore. So I have to walk. I have to find the cemetery. You have to find it before find you the have cemetery. it on the map. Because uh, you right. were drawing the map. Oh. I don't know. Is he drawing the map? Is that why? It is? I'm just guessing. It's, it's a oh. game of exploration. It's exploration. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you, what's the point of having a map? Right. You, I found a monument that I thought on. was the cemetery, <laughs> but it was a monument. <laughs> Should have put a plaque on it. Get the clap. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it needed it. Yeah. Oh, oh my you, god. Oh my god, Andy. What? A Clampers mobile app game. Yes. Well, actually, Pokemon Go actually kind of already is. Some of the Pokestops, <laughs> some of the Pokestops are actually our markers, and you click on the little picture of it, and it pulls up all of the text on the marker. Nice. Yeah. You still the typos? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Including the typos, like the major one we had on the one we put out this weekend. What you are you talking about? What's that? You guys had a typo on the plaque? Yeah, we have a, we have a typo. Oh, little, you, you literally guys, you're, literally you're, you're carved in stone. Hey, they are drunks with a history problem. <laughs> That's uh. right. So you're saying that no one in the Clampers is a proofreader. Uh, I'm saying I spoke to the guy that wrote it and said perhaps he should have somebody else look at it afterwards. But yeah. Okay. Um, also, there's a plaque up there from the uh, centennial of the Pioneer Saloon. It's like a in huge, New Vegas? In the real world. There's oh, okay. A, there's a plaque. Back to that. Sorry. Um, which was uh, 2013 was the centennial of the, the Pioneer. Um, and it's one of those things where you could you pay to have your name on a thing. You, you okay, sure. All this, but friends and family. But, you know, the, one of the sections is movies and stuff shot there. And one of them said, Fallout Survivors. And so I asked the owner and said, we didn't have any Fallout here. Is that from the game? Was, oh, yeah, it's from the game. So people who were played the game came out and visited the bar. Oh, the this, bar this pioneer saloon. paid money to to. I want to dress up like it. I'm from Deadwood uh-huh. and kick open the. Is it? No, like, it doesn't have the swinging saloon doors. So I go it, there and I can't shoot it up and take. Yeah, out because it doesn't or, have the doors. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. It's typically full of old bikers, so you know. Go for it. <laughs> Wear a arms. GoPro. I want to see this. <laughs> I mean, they're very nice unless you kick down the door and open it. And then, <laughs> and then you're Swiss cheese, man. <laughs> Speaking of Deadwood, isn't there a Deadwood movie coming yeah. up yes. soon on HBO? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be like, get yeah. the fuck out of my bar. They're, they're all going to be, uh, they're doing it Matt style. So they're all in wheelchairs. <laughs> okay. And they're just coming out. <laughs> you cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
called Dead Wheel. That's called yeah. Dead Wheel. Dead Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> they get stuck in the mud, <laughs> and they're all turning around in circles. <laughs> what else did you do this week, guys? What else? Did, I don't know. I played some more uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, did you find out any more story? They Well, it tried to tell me more story. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will give it that it made an effort. There, there was there was some narration. I'm right. surprised you haven't played Days Gone. I didn't buy it yet. Hmm. It, and, and rightfully so, because as you're well aware, these games, when they come out, sometimes are extremely and tragically bugged. Just buggy as all hell. And apparently Days Gone had a really nasty bug that was discovered within like 48 hours. They've since have quashed it, but it was a nasty little son of a bitch. Through a DLC. No, just in a game for oh. for the updates. So with new games, it's safer to play them at least weeks later, if not a full month. So I'm I'm going to play through Kingdom Hearts until I'm bored with Kingdom Hearts, and then I'll send it back to GameFly, and maybe Days Gone will be next. But went through the Toy Story part; that was fun. Went through the Rapunzel part; that was fun. Uh, now I'm in Monstropolis for Monsters Inc. So. Mm. The little stories within the game are great. The overall arcing story is banana pants and cannot follow it. But the little stories, if you think of it as the never-ending story meets Disney, you kind of have the whole idea. I can't wait for uh, either Jamie or John to to correct you and say it's the tangled part, not the Rapunzel part. It's Rapunzel part. That was a weird choice. I've, I've never gotten past that with the Disney to because up till now for the most part if it wasn't an original story like Lion King quote unquote original yeah quote unquote um, it was the name of the fairy tale it was based on Snow White Cinderella Peter Pan and then they broke it with and, that one and they broke it with Frozen yeah yeah and and Frozen's based on what uh the Ice Queen I think yeah there's there is some uh like Norwegian novel or something that that's based on. Okay, I think it's called The Ex-Wife. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that was one they completely rewrote because of the song. Tangled? No. Uh, Frozen. Frozen. Oh. They, 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 somebody wrote that, that, that song that was a huge hit, which is Let it go. by far the best part of the movie. And they said, oh, yeah, we can't make her the villain. We gotta, we gotta. So they completely turned around so she wasn't the villain anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But still, it, it, it always th- threw me. It's like... Tangled. Oh, Rapunzel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why did you just call it goddamn Rapunzel? Maybe Rapunzel just doesn't have that much I th- selling space. I think anymore. there were like 53 other like knockoff Rapunzel movies made too. For some reason, Rapunzel is one of the ones they make over and over on the uh, knockoff uh, three three uh, cells per second uh, animation. No. Yeah, okay, of that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I, you, the you're Asylum right. presents Rapunzel. Frozen is <laughs> loosely based on the Snow Queen by Snow Hans Queen. Christian Andersen ah, from okay. 1844. I still have to see that one too. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. No, it's, it's okay. Listen to the yeah, song. I still want to see Wa- Frozen. Watch the watch the video of the. Uh... It's my seven year old niece's favorite movie. If that helps you any. I haven't seen Tangled either. So <laughs> you're not Tangled. I'll be honest. Kind of fun. You're well. I was going to say you're not missing much with Tangled either. But uh, according all to right, Andy, we got Siskel and Egbert here. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be Siskel. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Tangled has, I think it has, it has Tom Waits song in there, I think. Don't, you just stop looking at me when I'm you sorry, don't know this stuff. I think, I, think it's, I think it has a Tom Waits song in there, if I remember right. But it's, uh, but Somebody it's, uh, will correct you in the Shock Monkey yeah, lyrics. Yeah, Celestia or John. Not they're Cele- very quick to come in with not, their corrections. Not Celestia. Not Celestia's going to connect me on yet. She's not Jamie. Jamie will, will correct it. Yeah. I will Whatever. say the characters in the game from Tangled were very charming. Yeah. In fact, I, I, Jamie's like Prince Charming. Is it Flynn? Is that the guy? Yeah, yeah Flynn is fun. Yeah. In fact, okay. Kirsten. Flynn Ryder. The show hasn't even been Eugene. posted yet, and Jamie is probably texting him right now to correct him. She probably woke <laughs> up from a nap in a sweat, and she's had this nightmare of messed up Disney movies that made no sense. She probably and wakes up like, no, oh, Andy needs to be fact checked. Oh, my God. No, it's the and, uh, Hans Christian. Ah, fuck. And well, after I go to, after I'm finished with Monstros- Monstropolis. Monstrosity? Monsters, Inc., Oh, then I have to go to Frozen Land. So no, oh, let it go. Wear something warm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Anything else you do, guys? Uh, watch three of the four episodes of Twilight Zone on CBS All Access. I've seen the first two, not the third, but I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Yeah, did it's not wa- bad. Did anybody watch Black Summer? You two did. I know. We did. <laughs> talked about last week. <laughs> Jeff didn't remember we talked about it last week. But yeah, that was I last week, Andy. We got to wait a year. <laughs> nah, that's right. I keep telling you, more than half of what we talk about on the show, I don't remember five minutes after we're done recording. Right? No, I know. <laughs> I don't remember as we're recording. Nah. <laughs> Man, that what am so I doing much. here? <laughs> I'm slowly making my yeah. way through Discovery. Yeah. So we're now at the part where um, they think they've figured out uh, who the Red Angel is. Okay. So, mm. and it's cool. I'm just, I'm watching that. Uh, I don't know how season two ends, but I hope, you know, there would, there would be a chance that there could be a Christopher Pike series because, God, I'm loving him. I'm loving him doing <laughs> I actually... <laughs> Oh, that that, that web series. Part. I forgot that episode. We we also did a whole Christopher Pike uh, series uh, while we were at dinner. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I didn't tell you. I was watch a few minutes of um, uh, uh, South Park that had a Christopher Pike yeah. character on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, that, and, and that thing you said about that's the where I got the. Yeah. Oh, it's two yeses. It because it's sitting right in the right. middle of traffic because the battery runs out on right. the chair and yeah. Oh it, God! It she is sitting. It, oh my God! That's, Not she. It. I laughed teacher, so right? damn like, hard. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a. That was that was a hell of a gag. But I like the guy who's doing Spock. I actually really like Michael Burnham now because of this interaction between her and Spock. Andy <laughs> dropped his phone on the floor, and Jeff uh, is shaking um, his head, and <laughs> nobody was surprised at all. And um, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I can hardly wait for uh, Michelle's series. Uh, oh, the Section start. Thirty-One series. Mi- Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So that uh, should be interesting. I, yeah. Especially. I, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it for you because you're not done with this season yet. But especially what the character goes through in like the final few episodes here. Mm-hmm. Going into the Section Thirty-One series, I'm right. like, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah. It you know so it's uh yeah it's cool I'm liking it all right well we are we had the poll up for May's club book for oh, the yeah, Geek yeah, Shock yeah, Book yeah, Club yeah the poll is up <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's right I am give me a minute and a minute. Uh, Tuesday stop we'll, going to the future okay it'll close Tuesday so <laughs> there code. it is dick to the future and uh, for those 
who are waiting for this to arrive, you know, late Tuesday night. <laughs> Surprise, it's already up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another one up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one went up early. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Um, Penis. <laughs> so now, of course, on there is Cyclops Road. Right. Which we, again, brilliantly cast you and Charlize Theron in the two lead roles oh, of that bastard. story. Very happy with that. Uh, although, although, <laughs> although so far, uh, it looks like it's not going to win. Damn it! Oh, it's uh, the, um, what it, the hell is it? It's American Gods by Neil Gaiman. That's yeah. currently ahead. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see. I voted for Cyclops Road. No, I, I, even though I've read both of those books, I'll reread Cyclops Road and Heart. Yeah, that was fun. I read American Gods a long time. It's ago, been a while, so I wouldn't mind revisiting that. I wouldn't mind revisiting that in the all. So I guess we're gonna have to do some news before we talk about some movies. So let's do some weekend geek. Yay! Avengers Yay! broke a billion. You broke Andy's brain there for a second. He's like, uh, "How am I do. supposed to react?" That's <laughs> hard to do. Come on, you just ask him a question. Yeah. He's so anxious to catch footage. Yeah, my, my phone is being weird. Sorry. <laughs> what? I can't wow. How? Maybe because I dropped it. That thing is... You've, yeah. you've dropped that thing so many times, Andy. It doesn't surprise... Actually, the thing that does surprise me is, is that works. the phone is still working. Uh, it's actually... I have a replacement for it that I was going to bring it today and have you help me switch it over, but oh. uh, I forgot. Forgot to do that. Good well. thing, too, because that, that added another couple days' life to that phone. <laughs> 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 and more comedy bits. <laughs> Marvel Studios Endgame had a global debut of $1.2 billion during its first weekend. With a B. This is a milestone in the history of cinema. For comparison, it took last year's Avengers Infinity War 11 days to reach the $1 billion milestone. Having opened in, in overseas markets first, the Disney film quickly took in $169 million, with more than $100 million of that coming from China alone. And by this weekend, the Chinese figure ballooned to $330.5 million, after three days abroad, Endgame had outshone The Fate and the Furious. That came in at $443 million for the best foreign debut ever with $487 million. Endgame also broke the record for Thursday night previews in North America with $60 million, unseating Star Wars The Force Awakens, which held the title since 2015. Oh, I bet you there's a lot of people happy about that. And on Friday, it nabbed the largest wide opening, making $156.7 million, replacing Episode 7's $119 million. You see? Star Wars. Fandango revealed that the film had become the website's top ticket pre-seller in history, a mantle previously held also by The Force Awakens. When tickets went on sale earlier in April, demand was so high that theater sites crashed and tickets went on sale on eBay for thousands of dollars. Uh, whether they actually... I know. What, what's that? What's going on? A mine He's got here. gas. <laughs> Sorry? Oh, hold on. You all right? And he's got to fix the chair. Oh, good times. <laughs> good times. Are, are you saying your gas broke the chair? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't help it any, though. Oh! <laughs> Avengers Endgame will finish off the weekend with $356 million domestically. Biggest domestic opening, beating out Infinity's War, $257 million. Yeah. In markets other than the U.S., highly anticipated blockbuster has shattered the global weekend opening record of $859 million. That beats Infinity's War record from last April. Infinity at, War. That's what I said. In three At three hours, two minutes, the movie is a culmination of 10 years, 22 movies worth of comic book storytelling. Two minutes too long. That began at 2008's <laughs> Iron Man. 
So, yeah, congratulations to Disney and Marvel for Woo-hoo! goddamn yeah. pulling it Job off. Job well done. Pulled I remember off. reading like it broke the box office on Sunday morning, and I was like, "You still have a whole nother day, yeah. full of returns Woo-hoo! to be included in this article." I think it was like Forbes that put it up, and I'm like, "Why are you putting this up on a Sunday or a Sunday morning?" That's there's yeah, I, that just made no sense to me. I just want to know how many points did Downey have on the gross? Ooh. Boy, oh boy. All of them. All the points. All the points. Mm. <laughs> That's a lot of moolah. So. Moolah. A lot of it. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the Oscar-winning producing, writing, directing team behind Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, has mm. signed a five-year, nine-figure deal with Sony Pictures Television to develop drama, comedy, and animated programs for the company. Another nine-figure deal, Jeff. Wow. A centerpiece of that deal will be a string of TV shows based around Sony's universe of Marvel characters, a.k.a. the Spider-Verse. Although Sony lends out Spider-Man to Disney and Marvel Studios, the company still owns the rights to all the other characters that have been part of his canon. That includes Venom and Morbius, as well as many other Spidey villains and supporting characters. Too early to say whether Lord and Miller will develop those Spider-Man characters for live-action or animated series, or whether they'll write and direct any of the shows themselves. The deal allows them to develop their own project as well as supervise others for cable, broadcast, and streaming. They're still trying. Certain Spider-Verse shows will be produced in conjunction with Amy Pascal, the former Sony Pictures chief who is now a producer for the company and had a hand in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Well, I mean, I didn't see Venom. Uh, mostly because most reviewers chased me away from seeing Venom. Yeah. (laughs) Every clip I saw of that movie just made me go... Uh, but Venom was a hit. Really? Yeah. It made lots it made, of money. It made a ton of money. Yeah. So the, the Sony Spider-Verse is here to stay at this it point. It falls in the same category as Punisher. I didn't care about Punisher at all until the Daredevil version of Punisher. Because it's he's a villain. I mean, no matter how you twist it, he's a villain. Yeah, folks, in case you didn't know, Andy hates murdery superheroes. <laughs> I liked the, was it, uh, Ray, um, shoot, Park. what's his last name? That did the the one that we liked. The, Parker Jr. No, the the Punisher film. Yeah, Ray, Ray Parker Jr. No, no. Stevenson. Stevenson. Thank you. Oh yes, they call it the streak. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. That one was thing on two That one was fun. Oh yes, they call it an Uzi. I said, "Don't you look, Ethel? Too late. She'd been riddled. But it was too late. She'd been riddled." Throw in a little. <laughs> <laughs> Take cover, Ethel. But it was too late. She'd been riddled. Well, it's too late. She'd been ventilated. <laughs> no, I think you should have stuck riddled. with riddled. That's, Riddle's good. That's definitely more of a redneck oh, no. yeah. word. Yeah. Oh, my God. She'd been riddled. <laughs> Back in March, a New Jersey high school stage production of Alien made huge waves. Yeah. The North Bergen High High school play got noticed, drawing approval nods from both director Ridley Scott and star Sigourney Weaver, among many, many Alien fans. The play was so popular that, with the blessing of the film's creators, it was restaged last night at the very same space in honor of Alien Day, the 40th anniversary of the release of the film, prompting 
a visit from Ripley herself, Sigourney Weaver, who surprised the kids backstage. Wow. Later that evening, representatives from the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts had also shown up, offering every actor there a $1,000 scholarship to their summer program, and every senior in the play a $10,000 scholarship for their school. Whoa. Nice. The $1,000 scholarship covers, what, one day? That's a su- oh, that's their summer program. So, okay. so again, one day. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 hold on, hold on. That's just the books. Come on. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Well, it's, Double it's, it's, it's a summer arts program. It's it's yeah, a thousand is probably what it costs. Actually, it's it's not unreasonable to do a summer arts program in New York. That's what I'm saying. A thousand. I think it was about six hundred, three hundred bucks, rather maybe fifty. Because I was going to say the ten thousand one sounds like it would cover the full <laughs> summer program. No, they're gonna have Not to. that I'm jaded about anything or anything, but no, no, no. no that's you, still really you only cool, went to Space camp. I went to art camp. I have to pick up a new paper round. I did. Right. I I didn't go to any camp. Yeah, you didn't go to any I. camp. You did. Yeah. I. No. You were in either. the Middle East. Oh boy, there there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of camps to go to there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just one giant camp with all these tents yeah. and camels. All those shakes, riding rolls, and rattling around in their rolls. Well, you know. There's certain camps you could train at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Al-Qaeda uh, summer camp. <laughs> wow. All right, kids. Today we're anyway. Oh, boy. You know. <laughs> oh, yes, they call it an Uzi. <laughs> a, couple of, a couple of years ago, that would have been an episode title. <laughs> How things have changed. That is really cool, though, that Sigourney Weaver went yeah, to that. Yeah, it is. That's, that's pretty um, awesome. Uh, Scott, when he said when when uh, Todd Red hit, gave his approval to put it on again, mm-hmm. Scott sent them a five thousand dollar check to finance putting it on again. Nice. So that's where that additional Ridley uh, Scott. Yes, Ridley okay. Scott. He's no, Scott. Not, no, not Scott, Scott Summers. <laughs> no, I, After I, he was I, done I, writing Cyclops Road, right. he wrote a check. <laughs> To uh, you just jumped in with Scott, and I'm like, "What did Scully do?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott's, you know, he's creative, he's generous. I that's why I was going roll to roll him for a minute. I yeah. mean, to be fair, clarification could have been needed for some people because we did jump around there for a second. You know what? I appreciate the defense. Clarification is other people, <laughs> <laughs> just like hell. Yeah. <laughs> Some other Alien Day news happened this week. When what? When 20th Century Fox released Alien 3 in 1992, it told a different story than the one cyberpunk author William Gibson told with his original Alien 3 script that he wrote in 1987. So for decades, Gibson's Alien tale remained unsold. Or, sorry, untold. He did sell it. But that changed last year when Dark Horse adapted Gibson's unproduced screenplay for Alien 3 as a comic. And now we'll be getting the Neuromancer author's original script for Alien sequel again, and this time in audio form. To mark the 40th anniversary of Ridley Scott's 1979 film Alien, Audible is bringing William Gibson's lost Alien 3 script to life in audio form for the first time. Leading the cast is Michael Bean as he reprises his role as Corporal Hicks from James Cameron's 1986 film Aliens. The Bean role? Mm -hmm. I thought it was Bane. Uh, sh- sure. Yes. That's yeah. an old episode, yeah, 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 Jeff. Yeah, that's I, an I old fought, episode. I fought many errors. Yeah. Yes. Wait, oh, that's you were born in the dark eyes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that name. <laughs> Come if you want to live. <laughs> Take the ship; it's yours. Go, my children. I mean, the only way to be sure. 
Look at it doesn't feel pain. It can't be reasoned with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Puts his hand on the alien's shoulder. Do you feel in charge? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Todd. I don't Game know. over, dude. <laughs> the bean roll. Yay, we Game. broke Todd this time. <laughs> I just call it Monday. Reprises his role not only as Corporal Hicks, but also as uh, he will be playing the role of Bishop, the android, as well. Who's going to play Hudson? Uh, Hudson's already dead at this point. Oh, that's right. That's cold, Todd. <laughs> that's really cold. Game the, over, man. The actor that played Hudson is dead, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Man, too soon. Get dark. Directed by Dirk Mags, the audio drama begins what? with the... Dirk Mags? Dirk Mags. Dirk Mags. M-A-G-G-S. Oh, my God. And that Megagus. That is awesome. No, I'm just saying the name. Is... That is great. Yeah. That's gotta... right up there with Grim Martin. Come yeah. on. That's like I one of those it. awesome names, like you never want to change it because it's... Yeah. Right. It's like Daryl Dragon. See, uh, yeah. right. they're a fucking Although, parents who knew what they were doing. Dirk Mags, Although, alien accountant. Dragon did name himself the captain, which is pretty bold. So, <laughs> Yes, he earned it, though. That's true. The audio drama begins with the Saluku... Saluku? Saluku. 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 on his return journey from LV-426. On board the military ship are the cryogenically frozen survivors of the previous film, Aliens, Ripley, Hicks, Newt, and Bishop. Alien 3 will be available on Audible on June 6th. Nice. Wow. My birthday. Why is it Alien Day, Todd? Uh, it's the 40th it's anniversary four, of the release four, of the movie? Four, LV426. 426. So four, Very good. Six. Yeah, okay. Andy was wrong. I was wrong. What is it? LV426, April 26th. That's the planet from Aliens. Um. <laughs> Okay. Just like May the 4th has nothing to do in the history of Star Wars, but... No, that was actually when it was released originally. No. It's no. on May 4th. No. no. You see, try it. I saw one apalm you right now. Like, get over here. Get over here right now. You want to what me? <laughs> apalm. And that's not the only announcement for Aliens Day. <laughs> Todd runs quickly. A little frightened. <laughs> Free League Publishing has partnered with 20th Century Fox to develop a new tabletop role-playing game for the Alien franchise. Yo, yeah, hey, Isn't it Disney's a- 20th Century Fox now? Yeah, sure. Alien, the role-playing <laughs> game, is designed to take place not far lo- too far long after Alien 3 in the year 2183. This was done seemingly so they could more or less ignore the recent prequel films. Uh, Thomas uh, Cray, just Norwegian... Co-founder of Free League and the director for the game told IO9, we're focusing more on certain aspects of the universe than others. Moron? I think think the key (laughs) thing here is that we set our game in the year 2183, and that's a very conscious choice. The more recent prequel movies, Prometheus and Alien Covenants, those are part of the canon, part of the story and universe, but they take place in a much earlier era. That era is not where our focus lies. Nice and diplomatic. Right? Applause. Sing suck. The f- Andy. I didn't see it. I'm just saying what they were saying. That's what that's, <laughs> a, that's what Hernandez Findefender is saying. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. I didn't see it. That's just what they're saying. I, hey, that's what I heard. No, Say what I heard. <laughs> well, that's what I heard. Hey, it's it's a legitimate excuse now. That's what I heard. <clears throat> the first part. People of the- are saying it. The first part of the cinematic adventure is called Chariot of the Gods, with more adventures coming in the future. Oh, I know what that's a riff on. 
Yes. The game will be available sometime this year. That's actually, cool. it's funny because that's actually kind of a riff on the prequels. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because the, the prequels are kind of chariots of the goddish. Mm, you know, the, the, the book that took the New Age world by storm oh, in the 70s. Oh, boy. Yeah. I read it. My mom had a copy. Yeah, certainly kicking around my house. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it, it's funny. It's fun. That was uh, that mankind, hu- humanity and on Earth, seeded by ancient aliens. Aliens. Yes. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, human beings couldn't possibly build the pyramids. <laughs> nah. That was spaceships and far, lasers. Listen, far listen, too rocky. Listen. It's good landing points. We all know this. Yes. That's true. Gua'uld, mothership landing points. Actually, right. it is pronounced Gua'uld. Oh, okay. Well, it's Canadian accent that's, getting in the yeah, way. Elliot, no, Elliot Gua'uld. See, see, I thought he would have picked up on it. That's what Teal'c says yes, to... Yes, Okay. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> Jafar Cree. Man. Okay, Jafar Cree. Cree everything. Cree this, Cree that, Cree. What the fuck does Cree mean? Basically means like attention, shut up. Oh, yeah, sit. yeah. <laughs> Jafar Cree, and they build something. <laughs> like, attention. Salem's Lot, the 1975 Stephen King vampire novel, is getting a big screen adaptation, courtesy of filmmakers James Wan and Gary Dauberman. Together, Wan and Dauberman have collaborated on a number of films set in the Conjuring universe, including including Annabelle and The Nun. That's two movies, not one. Uh, both of which oh, were some, pinned by... Like, <laughs> I, I saw that, uh, the Annabelle and the Nun. Yeah. That's some hot girl-on-girl girl boy. <laughs> yeah, get out of that habit. It, it, uh. Uh, Doberman also wrote the screenplays for It and It Chapter 2. Which? What? You what? Dare, motherfucker. The story of Salem's Lot centers on a writer who, after returning to his hometown, realizes its residents are slowly being turned into vampires. What the fuck? He, along with a team of survivors, face an epic showdown. Uh, no director yet, but Doberman will be making his di- directorial debut with this summer's Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> I saw that one, too. <laughs> so he <laughs> could possibly... Different movie, Kirsten. ...be a contender. Oh. It's kind of like the Happy Hooker series, right? <laughs> 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 Dude. Completely different spelling from the, from the Stephen <laughs> King story. I can hardly wait for Annabelle Squirts. <laughs> Pretty soon they're just going to give up and be like, Annabelle's fucking in the football. T- whatever. Just watch it. That's the, that's the title I want. Annabelle's fucking in the football. Whatever. <laughs> is there boobies? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They just give up. Just it's a different know. kind of deflate. The cover blurb is just watch the fucking thing. It's a, it's a different kind of deflate gate. Uh, Juan most recently directed DC's smash hit Aquaman and will tackle its upcoming smash. sequel, currently slated for December, December 2022. <laughs> after dire- smash. Ah. After directing the first two Conjuring installments, Juan announced he'll be handing off the franchise to the Curse of La Jorona director Michael Chavez. What's this uh, La Jorona thing? It's a horror movie. It's a it's a Mexican ghost. Okay. And I think everyone's... A child-stealing ghost. Isn't the double L pronounced Y? Probably. Yeah. Why? Uh, because La I asked Rona? you. Because it's Spanish. Uh, because uh, we like you. M-O-U-S-E. Wow. That's okay. All that right. Was, there comes a point, Andy, <laughs> when you're trying too hard. Yeah. So... <laughs> and, you reset and, right there. Right and, there. And, and oh, that's where I reached. Right there. When you see Jeff go... 
<sighs> that's that's your cue. When, when he sags like and a, when I'm glaring at you. When he deflates. <laughs> when, he, when he sags like a deer that just got shot. Yeah. <laughs> it sinks to its knees, looking up at a cruel sky and wondering why, and goes, <sighs> "Is this it? Is this how I buy it?" <laughs> You haven't seen the Curse of La Sharona yet, but uh, La Sharona. That better be in the movie. Come on, that better be in the movie. La Sharona. The film will also mark the first big budgeted feature that Salem's Lot has inspired. Previously, David Soul starred in the 1979 TV miniseries, which was directed by Toby Hooper. And a 1984 sequel. In 2004, Rob Lowe starred in a TV movie produced by TNT. Did it? Did uh, anybody see the... Well, actually, the sequel. There was a sequel. That's right, because the kid was older or something? Yeah, 1984. Yeah, they, they did a no, sequel. No, no, not, not George Orwell's thing. The, the sequel to <laughs> Stalem's Lot. Like that Stephen King wrote? Yeah. No, that they did the... <laughs> Matt got it. I'm fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> as long as Matt gets it, I'm like, okay. I was about to look it up, then I realized it was a joke. Okay. No, you said a sequel. And in 1984, it was written. Now, it was. What, did you see that? No, I, I saw the original TV version and said, okay, that's enough. Oh, come mm. on. That was kind of cool. I'm the the I mean, for TV at the time is probably one of the better horror movies yeah. for television written, no doubt about it. Yeah, and now it all circles back as David sold it a song called "Let Her Go." And as a uh, and as a, it's not and it's not a bad translation of the novel. I'll admit that yeah. too. Yeah, well, I mean, except for the big thing about Barlow, mm-hmm. the, them going Nosferatu instead sure. of the the uber charming. Right, I would because I saw. The TV series before I read the book, then it, and it, it was funny because one of my best friends in high school was like, "Oh God, that was one of the first books I ever read that actually scared me, literally scared me." And so I was like, "Ooh, okay, I'm gonna read this book." And it it was creepy as hell. It was just, but um, one I I I couldn't fix the image in my head. Every time Bar the rare few times Barlow showed up, I was just like. How, how, what the hell is he talking about? Because it just, it was incredibly different interpretation. Yeah. This is the point. This is the point that if you have not seen Avengers Endgame, you should probably stop this podcast and return to it once you have. Because from here on in, we are talking spoilers. And you have been warned. No, so there's so many no monkeys return. whose heads are exploding right now. Wait, we didn't do monkey spots this week? Okay. Uh, you had the opportunity earlier. You didn't mention the monkey spots. <laughs> he listen, doesn't, dude. Listen. You, yeah, you, you have lost. to interject. Uh, I'm getting you lost. Lost. You know how to do that. I, I had dinner with... Uh, <laughs> with, with uh, you'll save it for next week because we are out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hear that oh, on the You replay. had your chance. That chance is gone. <laughs> We've moved on. Damn it. You're splat next week. For now, we talk endgame. <laughs> All right. With spoilers, gentlemen. Endgame. Eh. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your endgame? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, because uh, I asked Jeff what uh, he thought of the yeah. movie, you know, without spoilers, after he saw it. And he said pretty much what he said at the beginning of the show, that he, you know, he left a little depressed, but, you know, the roller coaster of emotions and so mm-hmm. on. And mm. from the moment... That it showed 
Tony with a happy family, I'm like, Tony's fucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, because whoever has the most to lose for whatever they're planning, that's who's going to sacrifice themselves. Although they've done a nice bit of switch ended up with uh, Clinton Barton twice. Yeah. Clinton Barton was set to die in uh, old Age of Ultron and didn't. And oh. Clint Barton was clearly set to die in this one and didn't. Yeah. But I'll be honest, in that scene, I knew it was going to be Black Widow the whole time. Really? I, just, I, I was very I, surprised. I didn't, even as he was jumping off of the cliff, I knew that she was going to somehow save him and sacrifice herself. That's because, amazing. Because she... Jeff you knows. Know, I, just it just the way the scene was set up. That was the one thing that was spoiled for me. The only thing she has in life is her family, which is them, and more so Hawkeye and mm-hmm. his family. All right. So to let him sacrifice himself and lose out on you know any future with his family, there was no way she was going to let that happen, no. and there was no way she was going to let any of the rest of the Avengers family. It, you know, caught suffer. My, it caught me by surprise. I was not surprised at any of the other deaths or retirements they had. Um, but that one caught me by surprise, partially because they, they were talking pretty heavily about a Black Widow movie at some oh, point. Oh, it's coming. It's still in the process, oh. so I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I, thought, little... I thought I'd heard it was going to be a prequel. That's but... the buzz, that it's a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause I, I mean, we now know how the, the Hawkeye series on, um, on Disney Plus is going to, you know... Mm. Because now, because oh, he's, he's, he's live. Yeah. Um. You know, we now know how there's going to be a Loki series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty um, evident. That was fun. Wait, wait. Well, how do you figure that? Because he tesseract. got away with the Tesseract. He got away with the Tesseract, and that's yeah, the what that, the first story of. Yeah, but he got away with the Tesseract in a pocket universe that will get erased. And that's why I'm not saying that's the Loki series. I think that's the first what if series. What if Loki became the right. And that's, Delete the ruler of Asgard. That was my question: Is which stone did Cap return last after, uh, after um, um, Carter had died? Uh, the ice cream stone. <laughs> the cold stone. <laughs> right. No, because clearly, because clearly he lived out his life in one of those pocket universes, and then went back in time and put the stone back and erased that pocket universe. You're staring at like a monkey doing a math problem. <laughs> yeah, he's. You're the monkey doing. He's a math not problem. wrong, because that was Cap's whole goal was to return the stones to exactly sure. where they were, because that's the conversation he had with the ancient. And, right. You know. Uh, you know. So Banner yeah, yeah. knew that they had to go back exactly where they they went missing for the timeline to continue forth. Um, hey, maybe they there. get this stone. Maybe they get the tesseract back somehow, because he did. You know, step into the portal. He stepped to the portal with a Tesseract, but then they go get the earlier Tesseract. Yes. Mm. So, so yeah, I don't know how that manages to... Then maybe the Tesseract... Oh, no. That's that, why I think it's going to yeah. be part of the what-if well, story and not the Loki right. story. And that's why I'm saying, in order for Cap to do what he did, he had to live his whole life in a pocket universe, and then after she died, he put back the last stone, and that sent him back. Not necessarily. He no. said he gave all the stones back to where they go, and he just didn't push the button to return. Yeah, the quantum. No, no. For him to live, because otherwise he alters his own reality, which he can't do. How does he alter his own reality? He doesn't. He can't. But if, he'd, if he had gone back in our timeline and altered that reality, then he wouldn't have, in the Marvel movies we've seen already, he wouldn't have seen her as an old woman dying by herself. He wouldn't have seen all this other stuff. So he had to live in that 
when when Banner goes, you know, we're going to create a pocket universe. That's where Cap lived out his life with Carter was in one of those pocket universes. And then when she died, he had to go back and bring that last stone and drop it in to erase that pocket universe. So he's the only one who experienced that pocket. But they, but they did a long explanation okay. in the time and when Banner talked about time travel that all this movie stuff that you heard that if you change something here, it doesn't change in the future because right. of all how explained. Right, that's why it has right. to be in a pocket universe. Right. Well, Carter pretty much dies before a lot of stuff happens. Not all of it, but a lot of it. So I see what Andy's saying because uh, basically he he's saying that. With the exception of the last stone, mm-hmm. he has the last stone. He goes back and lives life with Carter, Sharon Carter. And then when she dies, then he returns the last stone. The only problem I have with that is then why is he old? Or and not only that, he, why he doesn't he pop out of the uh, the device when they call him back on the Oh, right. No, he didn't go back. You're right. He didn't, he didn't pop back. He just lived through his life. Well, you're right. Now, how does he end back on our world? Yeah, exactly. exactly. There's a problem That's there. Popeyes. There is a problem. So. Yeah. And not only that, but the Sorcerer Supreme said, uh, if these things don't go back, these these things jet yeah. out. And that seems like an incredibly selfish thing for Captain America well, to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. It jets it out, is. but he closes it off. He goes back at the end and closes it off. I like to call this the Captain America it's, paradox. But while it's open, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, other, the other thing is, is maybe he just... And not Sharon Carter, by the way. It's it's um oh Peggy. Uh, Peggy Peggy Carter. You're right, right. Thank you. Um, it's you know because otherwise he's he's with his niece, which would be yeah. creepy. Which I've seen that movie, yeah. but um, <laughs> it's Jimmy Carter. That was right? Annabelle and her uncle, or something. I don't know. Mm. Annabelle. Uh, I remember Annabelle that, that movie. And Annabelle, and her, uh, Annabelle and her uncle. <laughs> that was a movie. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. That's that is uh, a. Weird one. That's one to ponder. I mean, unless unless you could be, do they ever look? They never. There's, there's a whole slew of potential time travel issues in this film. There is, okay, and with every damn time travel. Well, they, because, and that was one of the fun things about it. They played with that. Hmm. They actually at one point ran through. You can't do that in time travel. What do you mean you can't? Mess with every time movie it. tells us that. Back yeah. to the Future, blah, 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 Hot Tub. Uh, time machine. Time machine, which <laughs> Sebastian Stan was in. Was he? Yes. Yeah. Does he the one that? No, he's dead by that point, so he doesn't say the line. Okay. Sebastian Stan. He, he's in the movie when they, he the, wasn't the, brought <laughs> back. At he that wasn't point. brought back by that point. Right. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you want to go even deeper, Thanos comes out of the portal from 2014 which right. is well before he got all of the infinity stones and right. he gets turned how to dust he, so how did he snap away half of the universe if he never was there to get all the infinity stones so right. i mean you got to you just have to go with the story as they laid it out that i is mean cuz banner even goes when you mess with time it messes back so mm. um so anyway the five minutes, by the way, the, the, I was saying five minutes into the movie, I was like, what? That was the uh, five years later. I'm like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> that was a brave choice. Oh, I, man. I like that choice. Well, I, I I, thought it was just too convenient that Captain Marvel appears. She's like, well, I'm going to go get Thanos. They all travel off to the planet where he's at. And I'm just like, something's, something's going to happen here. They're going to get there. And something's going to be weird. And... Mm. And sure enough, you know, he destroyed all the, the stones. Right, right. So, yeah. 
That, no, I, that I was, love that. That, that was, played with yeah. my expectations a bit. Because now you have all of these people that have had five years to come to terms with the loss or not come to terms with the loss. And even the ones that they set up that it made it look like they had, you know, cut, gotten comfortable and come to terms with the loss clearly weren't. Mm. Clearly weren't ready to let it go. Yeah. I mean, let even Tony, I mean, you know, he's go. got the daughter. Let he's got go. what? That girl. Yeah. That girl. Damn. Well, I mean, Robert Downey Jr., he will he will make anybody look good. He he yeah. will just he will just pull it out of you. It's amazing. <laughs> but that girl was fucking good. I love that. My like, God. When when she when she catches him when he's like shit. Yeah. And, and, and she's uh, just all sitting there like yeah. all innocent and, 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 and the way she would look at him, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff and her reactions. Great oh facial my expressions. God, what a magnificent scene and what a performance. <laughs> I was better I'm selling all your toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just laughs. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was completely fooled by the previews. I really thought the thing of them all in their red and white space looking suits was them going off to go into a spaceship to go chase Thanos. <laughs> I had even with nope. even, even all with, quantum suits. and looking all back Ant-Man at him, suits. completely <laughs> Ant Man suits. When I look at back, but the white did it. That's you know turning yeah. Meg white. And like, oh, yeah. now I know why I never saw him with the helmets on because the helmet was the we dead have, giveaway, yeah, right? Giveaway. Um, gosh, the, yeah. There's so many interesting moments in that film. Mm-hmm. Um, even before you get to the the time travel part. Now, how, uh, how, how about this question? Who is your favorite hero of the movie? I kind of felt like Thor stole a lot of the oh my the film. God, I that was my laugh out loud when they go in the room and they first show him and he's all pot bellied. Yeah, I laughed so fucking loud in the theater because one, it was a funny image and the whole Thor let himself go. But then part of my brain was, ah. This is how Chris Hemsworth gets out of having to do the workout routine. <laughs> and I, I'll bet you dollars to donuts, he was like, guys, please, I can't do that shit anymore. I bet you anything. Although that he's, that he's buffed out in the beginning, but I'm going to go back and look at it and see if that's something they could have. Well, I guess it'd be naked just digitally do it now anyways, but... I think it was. I think it was also a with Thor though. He, he can wear that like armor, so right. he can get away with not. Well, yeah. Being... When he when he calls forth the armor and it yeah. goes on him, it's got the belly too. Oh my so. god, that yeah. was just so... the attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. that was just I I fucking love. Other way, Big Lebowski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and then then later on, he's wearing the sweater. Yep. <clears throat> oh shit. Uh, for god. for me, it was Cap. The 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 moment that made me like scream out loud, and go, ah! In the movie was when. The hammer comes out of nowhere and it comes back to Cap. Oh, like, yeah. oh shit! Yes, that, that was a great moment. Oh, yeah. and, and, and then like, Thor, like, of course, going, "I knew it." I like, I like Scott Lang though. Scott like, was fun. Yeah, Scott was, was definitely the comic relief for yeah. a lot of the uh, the tent series. Like, yeah, man. Uh, I I have to admit, I lost it when Thor goes back to Asgard. I it, it hit me so hard. Of course, um, you know, just seeing his mom and then finally actually mm. getting to have a conversation. With his mother, and she was—I was just like, oh, she was I, good. I was gobsmacked all the actors they got to get back into this thing. I mean, it, yeah, I, I, Natalie Portman didn't she say she did not want to have any yeah. shit anymore? That was a surprise to you with that one. Yeah, Could I, that, I was shocked you know what? by that. Could that actually be like what was on the cutting room floor? From no, the, no, no, she no? came back. She came okay. back. Oh, and speaking of coming back, Kate, I noticed this guy in, in the back of the funeral. 
I'm like, why is who's this one kid standing in the back of the thing? I did too. I had and, to look it up when I got home. Kay figured it out without welcoming it up. Yeah, the yes, kid, the, the kid, kid from, from Iron, Iron 3. Man Three. Yeah, yeah, we had a moment. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That was pretty good because I was just like, who the fuck is that? The third guy, right before the, it, it, he's kind of standing and, yeah, alone. He's the third yeah. One, yeah, that's the kid. The, yeah, the kid, and then it's Miss Marvel, and then Nick Fury. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. and that is the actor. He has the actual actor. Yeah, that was cool. I uh, my my lose it. Uh, uh-huh. Jeff was uh, Howard Stark. Yeah, when he gets oh, the that his dad that went really well. I, that I could guess. have been a quick blow off, and yeah. they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that scene played really well too. Um, also, the fact that when he's getting in the car and Jarvis is there, mm-hmm. and it's the same actor that played Jarvis in the Agent Carter TV right. series. So, I mean, there's a lot of little Easter eggs in this that if you're not familiar with, like, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe, the Agent Carter TV series universe, right. that, you'll, could you'll you, miss you go it. through that and you see the helmet, the original Ant-Man helmet from the comics is sitting yeah. there yes. on the yeah. desk. <clears throat> that was my, great. My favorite scene in the whole movie is when he gets in the elevator Captain America with all of... Uh, uh, that yeah. it's like it's, it's like, a parallel yeah, from, yeah, it's, yeah, like, from it's like oh they're gonna get ready to fight and then it's like hail hydra it's and I was so, like yeah it's some, oh of, my God. some of the same guys too uh-huh. it's yeah. it's most of the same guys yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and and it's funny too because that's a nice little riff on the controversial comic of a couple years right, ago right right yeah. not so. to mention Cap swearing throughout this film <laughs> where he's like calling everybody out on their language before yep. and then when he runs into himself you gotta be shitting me yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great that is America's ass that was great. That I is can America's do this ass. okay I can do this all day yeah 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 I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know <laughs> I, I, think, I think my favorite hero in the movie was the rat the rat I think he means Rocket Raccoon. No, no, no the rat no, who the rat helped uh, Scott the, Lang. Oh, oh yeah. If yeah. it weren't for that rat, no one would have been yeah, saved. Yeah, exactly. You know what? You're right. <laughs> that rat is the MVP of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I love it. Appearing, uh, the, the and and he's in the he's in the storage unit, and he has to hold up the sign, "Help me." <laughs> and then <laughs> Chang or uh, Chow. Mm. Oh, it's good. Um, it's good. One of the things I'll be looking for when I watch it again, uh, Howard the Duck is in it. Is he? He's in the when they when they when they just do the whole Avengers Assemble thing and all the uh-huh. people popping through the windows to come through the portals. It's, it's right about the same time that uh, Wasp comes through. He's in the lower right apparently. Okay, oh. so I'll be looking for Howard because that was I I gotta say that was really cool when all well, the Avengers old, come old through. Moment, Pepper Potts in a suit. Yeah, yeah. it should yeah. rescue. Yeah. The um, ending, the ending with her and oh Tony. God. And, uh, and like, Tom Holland oh, coming up man. and losing it, and then she moves him, and that moment, and well, it was before really... that when when he comes through and he says, "Mr. Stark," and Tony just runs up and so out of character for Tony, just gives him that big hug, and you see the tear in his eye, and mm-hmm. it's like, "Fucking RDJ, you're killing me right now," yeah. <laughs> because you had the touching moment when the kid fades away, and now he's back, and you are not hiding your emotion at all. Yep, yep, but. Yeah, Tom Holland when he's like crying, he's like, "We won, Mister Stark." And, and and Gwyneth Paltrow just kind of when that was amazing. It, the the moment where Pepper decides to let him go, it's like you and can she's rest like, now. Tony. We're gonna be we're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Just sublime. Goop or no goop, she was yeah. awesome in that. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that the uh, that needs to be the cover blurb. But yeah, when uh, <laughs> goop or no goop, <laughs> goop or no goop, Gwyneth is awesome yeah. in this movie. But I tell you, like when when Cap and Thanos were fighting, and and I I thought that was going to be the end for Cap 
I literally did because you know he was down, he was bloodied. I think they were they red herringed him, uh, kind of yeah. red herringed mm-hmm. him dying throughout to yeah. you know, send you off in that direction. Because when he was pulling himself up, and it was like really tough for him to get up, and then you hear, "Cap, can you hear me? This is Sam." On your left, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and on your left is from from uh, yeah. Winter on Soldier. your left, if you say "on your left" again, oh man, yeah, <laughs> on your left, on your yeah, left. like <laughs> lots, <laughs> lots of little nods to the previous films through yeah. either a single line or a single word. I love um, the um, the the tribute to Tony floating into the lake that you know was the proof that Tony Stark has a heart from the first film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the. Uh, Captain Marvel with like one line throwing away all the the fan the, the all the hate nerds talking about where has she been through all the other movies you know it's like it's, there's other planets yeah uh, the universe crap but there, bad, there's a great meme out I've there seen that one too, yeah. where she's like there are a lot of planets out there and Rocket's like yeah like Xandar when Thanos destroyed it to get the Power Stone <laughs> and the next cut is her just like uh <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean. Really, there's a lot of galaxies out there. She can't be everywhere at once. So that it clearly took her several weeks to get back to Earth after. Right. Well, that final battle was so well choreographed too. I mean, with all the different characters swooping in and out of each scene, that yeah. was dude, dude, amazing. Josh, Josh Brolin delivering that line like, "I've conquered so many planets and didn't feel anything." Never took it but personal. I, yeah, never took it personally. But with yours, I'm going like that line. Or, yeah, was, something yeah. like it, it was, was never personal. But I'm going to enjoy this. this yeah. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy. I was like, Holy he was shit. that it, it, man in the mocap captured a shitload of his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he still did a lot of acting just through voice. Mm-hmm. It's just it was really that was just a hell of a oh, thing. Speaking of mocap, I love Professor Hulk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God, I that was another laugh out loud for me when they cut to the diner mm-hmm. and there he is, and I was just like. Oh shit! They're doing it, yeah. and it. It's I wondered if they were going to do that before the series <clears throat> wrapped up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad they did. Mm. I wonder what's going to happen with because you know one thing. I mean, I know his arm was all wilted and shit, He'll but heal. he was nowhere in the fucking battle. But it also looked like it was healing because Hulk's always yeah. had a. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got the had yeah. almost the mutant like healing factor. Right. So. Well, I hope so because mm. I want to see him in more. So I I really do hope they have Professor Hulk. Yeah. In more stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm liking that Thor's going off with the Guardians because that Chris Pratt and him. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody huh. like tried to that one of my coworkers that had seen it that was saying it's like about the the part where uh, uh, Captain Marvel is holding the gauntlet and holding his fingers open mm-hmm. and he like punches her and she doesn't even flinch. <laughs> All right, and then they're like, but then he takes the Power Stone and punches her. And I'm like. The fucking Power Stone could destroy a planet. So the <laughs> fact that she lived through that punch, come on. you know. But that was smart on it. That was quick thinking for him to pull the Power Stone out with his free hand and then punch her with it. Right? Well, and that was... Because that... Did he put the Power Stone back? Yes. Yeah, okay. he did. Because I was wondering, when he pulled the Power Stone, I was like, ah, that's uh, the moment Strange is talking about because the gauntlet is now incomplete. Mm. So when he dropped it back, I was like, ah. Oh. Fuck. The the moment <laughs> was mean, Tony yeah. going up and getting and brushed aside by Thanos. And he yeah. but he did the he old card the, trick thing. He palmed yeah. the stones. My thought though would have been that with the power stone pulled, that would have been become easy. Because one thing that did bother me is he has the full gauntlet. 
mm-hmm. just integrated all the power in Infinity War, and Thor comes out of the sky with Stormbreaker and effectively kills him. He just doesn't keep him from snapping before, right? And it was just like, he just comes soaring in, and Thanos lets loose with a big old bolt, and that was one of the coolest things about the movie, is Stormbreaker yeah. just, fuck the bolt, bam, and just hits him. Well, this but is- in this one... It's not even it's not even Infinity Gauntlet Thanos and he's beaten the shit out of Thor oh, and everybody. Okay. All right. So that was sort of weird for me. I mean, I understand we're going to have a big battle, but it was just like, you know, Thor had less problem with the super Infinity Gauntlet Thanos well, think, in the first movie. Do you think part of it's that that Thor was just out of shape and <laughs> I mean, that could I, be I'm just that saying. could be a good argument that right. he wasn't on top of his yeah, game. He's, Absolutely. He's, but see Thor with both with both uh, Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Oh, you know what? That was awesome. When he when he grabbed it in Asgard, I was sitting there like, why the Fuck. I mean, okay, he's going to have two hammers. The comics right now, he has a whole bunch of hammers, and occasionally he fights with two. I did like that. He, was like, he gets it, and he goes, yeah. I'm still worthy. Yeah, yeah. But that, that whole scene with Rocket just staring, and his mom goes, it's like, it, sometimes it takes a second. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and, what are you doing? <laughs> but he goes back, and I'm like, but still, Stormbreaker's pretty fucking awesome. And then when Cap calls Mjolnir to him, and yeah. Thor goes, like you said, ah, I... I I thought so. I I knew it. I knew it. I wonder. There's a part of me that's like, was that maybe Thor's plan when he called it originally in Asgard? Is like, I'm going to need a second Mjolnir for Cap because Cap's not going to be able to do this. I don't think this this version of Thor was a planner. (laughs) I don't know. I think he was probably more focused on, I'm going to have two ultimate weapons to fight him with as opposed to just... One, and I, I think know. it was you it was happy coincidence. Yeah. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I don't know what the scene is, but Celestia told me she saw the movie with her husband Rob sitting on one side and some other rando big oaf on her other side. Some of the so you see between these two giant guys, and there was a scene where they both simultaneously and Sarah did the the sniff cry. <laughs> and it's like oh, I, in I, unison. I was doing that throughout the whole freaking right. movie. It was killing me. Yeah, it's just like it's like you're laughing, you're crying. But yes, it's just full of great love. Happy. Like the moment when he when uh, early on when uh, Thor summons Stormbringer, whips past Ms. Mar- uh, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel's head. Stop! You're both right. Right, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, I like her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'll say about that too is a lot of it's really funny. As a side note. There's not a lot of hater activity on YouTube. I was actually looking At least for not it, yet. <laughs> and they they hadn't it hadn't Punish really. Punish yourself, man. But it was really kind of funny. But um, looking at all of the Captain Marvel parts, I mean, you could even figure out a way to rescue Tony and Nebula. And I was sort of like, you can see where she was kind of shoehorned shoe in, which a lot of the haters were using. You know, they were saying that Avengers actually was hating her uh, for for kind of intruding in on their movie, but Marvel was forcing her in, and that that was a rumor flying around. Now I don't, nec- I don't, I don't, I don't think so. It but didn't feel looking, like it to me. Well, looking at it, what my point is is that I do think she was kind of inserted into the script, but it was done so well. It was kind of seamless, mm. but I, you could remove her actually from this movie, and you still have the same movie. 
Mm. You just have to figure out how you're going to rescue Tony. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, how you're going to get Tony. Yeah, in. but and, and I mean, come on, there are a thousand ways you can right. do that. But so I do think that she was kind of fit into this, but it was this movie is so well done on so many levels, even that fit in rather nicely. I also liked Valkyrie getting into the battle. Yeah. That was really cool to see because it well, felt well, like as much as we got to see her fight in Ragnarok and as much as I liked that character in Ragnarok, in fact, I think she almost stole the whole movie. Sure. Uh, actually getting to see her in full-on combat mm-hmm. was well, pretty there, awesome. There was that moment, too, where there's where there's all the female heroes... You know, yeah, oh, that was so good. <laughs> that, yeah. Was, yeah. that was like I looked at that alone. and I chuckled because I'm like, that is a definite fuck you to the haters. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, they, go and for they, it. And they brought the line back. She's not alone. Too. Yeah. So, oh, right. and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah. Man, she was fierce. I, I know who you are. Yeah. You will. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, I am disappointed that even with Gomorra coming back, you know, 2014 Gomorra, just no vision. That made me sad. Well, there was one of the articles I read after the movie that brought that up, too. They said, look, what was Shuri doing for that whole time? Did she download all of Vision's memories? Yeah, she, and in fact, they made a point of having her do a real quick, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what exactly was she doing in that moment? Because the fact that she stopped what she was doing to go fight, makes no sense if she's not doing something mm-hmm. uh, right. but there's uh because there's uh there's another disney plus series that's coming out that's, well there uh, is a scarlet witch and vision yeah series. yeah i can see them bringing him back that's what i was just gonna say not nearly the difficulties that they had to go through to get colson back so yeah <laughs> so yeah. there's the potential <gasps> that they could with bring Cree blood uh, oh i got a woody don't well, go, gave you don't go back in time <laughs> I gave you, Woody. Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And normally I'd say if you have thoughts on this, put it up on Shock Monkey's Lair. But make sure that you are very... There's still a lot of people that have seen this movie. There is a... uh, Besides Shock Monkey's Lair, there is a Facebook page. It is Todd hasn't seen this yet. And that's a good place to discuss the spoiler stuff. That's where we stuff. spoiler stuff. That's a good point. That's yeah. true. We have that. Page. I would. I would love to see a thread there explaining the whole Captain America going back in time thing. And yeah, let's hear your theories, folks. Yeah. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. Eighties Jeff. Commander K. Fact Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. I love the football scene. The football scene was great. Oh, which is actually, uh, I, I didn't catch this. I saw that. Maybe I saw it. And I saw, but I didn't notice until I was looking through internet stuff. Um, when um, uh, who was it? When when Black Panther is introduced to somebody, he says, "I don't care." And in a football scene, he f- tosses. Oh, it's, it's Hawkeye. He says, "I don't care," or "I don't care." And during the football scene, he passes it back to him and says his name. So obviously, he cares this one. Yeah. Earned that care. Yeah. Earn your care, folks. Yeah. I pay for it now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? I, I get healthcare again. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I thought it was another Annabelle movie. No, oh, no. Oh, boy. I can't afford Pahrump. <laughs>